Welcome back to the Moon Den. This is Sage and Luna here, and we are wishing you all a happy Lamas. Today we're going to be discussing a little bit about this Sabbath as well as the full moon in Aquarius. If you are unfamiliar with this holiday, this holiday is all about gratitude, abundance. It's the first harvest of the year. So now we're celebrating the new harvests that we've gotten. Um, This is also a mindful focus on your strength and your inner abilities. Uh, You can also use this Sabbath as a time to honor your ancestors and honor those around you. Um, It really just correlates with just being in that summertime energy and harvesting all that we have and using all the fruition that is growing within Mm -hmm. this to um to keep us going throughout this this hot summer yeah I feel like it comes at a really good time and you know we're going to dig into a lot of those themes rituals um ways to set up your altar we have a lot of fun stuff in Mm -hmm. store I think what's really interesting is um we were talking earlier about and I think we read it in in one of the books that we were sort of referencing, mm-hmm. you know, about how it's some things like this when we talk about harvests and anything I think relating to planting cycles is a little bit hard for a lot of people to really find um, relatability to this cycle of planting, harvesting mm-hmm. and seeing all that. But, you know, we're in cities, we're in urban areas and regardless, yep. you know, we still rely on other people farmers Almost definitely. Um, people that are doing that that provide that for us so you know we might not literally see the effects and but we can in one way or another still find that gratitude mm-hmm. you know for the fact that we can go to a market and definitely. and bring home our our fruits and our vegetables yep. and you know just being a little bit more mindful during this time and thinking back to what you know how things were before you know stop and shop (laughs) before stop and shop (laughs) all these like big places even like a trader joe's like you know Mm -hmm. people would drive out all over to your local farmer's little market and i know that they still do them around here like Mm -hmm. i feel like it's like a little bit more out east yeah um, we still have some of that so yeah i'm sure there's Mm -hmm. some in the local community so if you want to feel like you want to like really bring this Sabbath closer to your heart and think that maybe instead of going to like your local grocery store, like definitely just look in your own area. I'm sure you can find your local farmer's market. And it's always good because you're giving back. So you're giving back to that farmer that took his time or her time to create all this beautiful new harvest that's coming in. So, Mm -hmm. and that's what this holiday is all about. So that like right there, boom. Yeah. And I love that. And you can, you know, again, celebrating, on the day in a lot of calendars, um, it is marked as today, mm-hmm. August 1st. Yep. Um, astrologically speaking, we look to when the sun reaches 15 degrees of Leo, which will be, you know, a little bit from now. <clears throat> but, you know, whether you are practicing any specific, um, you know, neo-paganism, Wicca, what have you, if you are eclectic like us and just want to seek out you know some new ways to bring something new into your own personal rituals it can be very lighthearted. it doesn't need to be Definitely. you know so extreme um yep. you don't need to necessarily focus on every single aspect mm-hmm. of the holiday you can still you know maybe perhaps driving 
um, stopping your car and before you go inside, maybe looking around at the trees or something can be yeah. a nice just sort of nature ritual. You don't have ritual. to beat yourself up for like not giving your chance yeah. to like plant your own garden. You know, we all live in a life where there are other things that need, we need to focus on. Mm-hmm. You know, as much as I would love my own vegetable garden, you know, right now, <laughs> I live upstairs of somebody. One day. So one day, <laughs> you know, in my own little world. But um, yeah, you don't have to. There's so many things that that can correlate with this holiday that you don't have to be so specific. And if you do have that opportunity to be specific, then more power to you because that's just awesome that you you live the lifestyle of blending all these old habits in a sense or all these old traditions mm-hmm. and bringing it into like the new wave of life. Yeah. So that's wonderful. Yeah, we can celebrate in our kitchens yep. using different recipes, cooking, mm-hmm. you know little kitchen yep. kitchen witch an apple like i did before <laughs> we recorded this she had to eat I the apple to. because we were looking up a lamas cider yes. recipe oh my god it looks so good i just i love apples <laughs> <laughs> so we'll actually share this recipe with you this is from mm-hmm. the llewellyn sabbath book series um for lamas so this is one of the things that really stood out to us and yeah, Sage it, is over here drooling. Oh my God. It's called spicy goddess apple cider. Like how not <laughs> did this not call me? Does that make sense? Whatever. Okay. So right away in the description, it says this cider will help infuse those who drink it with the loving energy just right for connecting with the goddess spirit. It can be served hot or cold. Uh, yum. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ready? So all you need is two quarts of apple cider, one cinnamon stick or teaspoon of powdered cinnamon, one vanilla bean or half a teaspoon of vanilla extract, one small orange and three large strawberries, two tablespoons of sugar. Da, 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 da. That's it. And you just like combine all the ingredients over hot or cold water. And like, of course, you know, it goes into like how to like slice everything if you want to be Can like Can we make a technical. cocktail with this? But Yeah. <laughs> Throw some Tito's in that. Mm, 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 mm. Delish. Or throw some rum in that and get like really schwaced. Let's get schwaced. But anyway, she said no to rum. So <laughs> yeah, I, this book is great with the fact that it has like all these little ideas to create stuff in the kitchen for this beautiful holiday. Mm-hmm. Uh, focusing again on the harvest. So you got a lot of um, apples. You have a lot of corn get a lot of like breads mm-hmm. um if you look into making that squash. you know definitely let us know please i'll come over <laughs> i'll eat it um but also you can incorporate apples as your centerpiece inside of your home inside of your kitchen i know a lot of people like to put that on their altar and while speaking about altars a great way to set it up for this holiday is to incorporate a lot of reds you can get like a nice soft red cloth to lay over your altar um you can also choose gold the idea is to keep it nice and light feeling so that it's not heavy like because we're still in the summer so you want to keep the energy nice and Mm -hmm. light um anything that's basically calling out to you you just want to make sure you keep it as personalized as possible You know, this altar setup is focused on more gratitude, um, keeping the intentions insightful and honoring how far you have come this summer. You know, you want to make sure that you honor how much you have accomplished, you know, over this time of the summer, because this holiday is representing the honoring of the harvest season. Mm -hmm. So just keeping that in mind with your gratitude list. So we're entering. 
yeah and I want I feel like what you're saying like red and gold and everything I just I think of like that holding on to that like warmth that that we still you know we still have Mm -hmm. so just kind of connecting to that definitely as we transition is nice very nice yep and then you know just sticking to what's on your gratitude list if you didn't think of one right away don't worry you guys still have time you can still sit down with yourself and meditate maybe setting up your altar will help you figure out what to write down your in your gratitude list so just make sure that you place a lot of items around your house or on the altar that represents the gratitude list you know what's what's great about this holiday is that it falls like right in between um the summer solstice and the autumn equinox so when you are decorating your altar or your home makes sh- you know it's a good idea to just be mindful of adding harvest fruits and veggies and um, making the theme of your of your home like very homey and but light at the same time mm-hmm. you know I have this whole visual going as, yeah, as you you're like I mean? describing like, it you can do like shades but don't make them like to make sure that the cloth of the shade is more like sheer rather than mm-hmm. it being like heavy you know like you want your you know you want it it's to like we feel. want to get ready for fall but we still want to hold on to yes. you know we're still in yeah. the it's summer still it's still 90 degrees outside <laughs> so like make sure you can breathe you know yeah so a lot of pale and bold colors are a great representation of being in the summer energy but coming to an end mm-hmm. so yeah and we're in we're in like that midway point um astrologically you know we are in leo season which is our our fixed middle sign of summer and we have one more cycle left with Virgo season, our mutable sign that helps us transition really into the fall and takes us through to the equinox. So I think we spoke a little bit about that last time, how this is sort of mm-hmm. this period of keeping momentum going. We have that focus of of staying the course. Mm-hmm. And it's also been sort of sort of a break. It's kind of funny because it, there is sort of that paradox where that is the energy at hand, but at the same time, you know, the the energy of Leo in itself is very playful. And we spoke about that, like just sort of enjoying these couple of weeks. And it does make sense. You know, we, we were very emotional and really critical of ourselves and of our feelings and mm-hmm. what we thought and everything in cancer season. Now Leo season is kind of this more upbeat sort of break where we get to really just enjoy our time, enjoy our experiences, our relationships. Um, and then we move into Virgo season where now it's sort of time to, you know, get back into our plans and our structure so there's always going to be that balance and we're here now in the middle of the season and we're seeing this full moon in Aquarius sitting across the way from Leo Mm -hmm. the full moon is going to be on Monday so that's August 3rd at about 12 p.m. happening in at the 11th degree of Aquarius, mm-hmm. sun being in the 11th degree of Leo. And when we think of these, I guess if you think of the most harmonious expression of Leo and of Aquarius, we're looking at creativity in both and we're looking at big personality and big heart with Leo and we're looking at big mind and expansive thought yeah. with Aquarius. Definitely. Definitely. 
And they also like to keep to themselves. Like, I feel like Aquarius is like, they, they're so logical. And there's like what you were just saying, big minded. But they're more introverted, I think, than like mm-hmm. compared to the opposite, which is your Leo, who's 10 times, who's like so extroverted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there can, and there definitely can be um, in some Aquarians um, this sort of escapist mentality where things can become very overwhelming and they sort of need to check out mentally and it it sort of borders um even you know Pisces is is much like that and there Mm -hmm. there is sort of a a bridge between the two where where that comes through but you know we're looking at these fixed signs that are builders of ideas and when we look at Leo a lot of the times that will reside within the self you know what am I doing how can I grow what do I need Mm -hmm. how do I put myself out there and with Aquarius it becomes really about the collective and about groups and communities and you know projects with friends or projects with um, you know small businesses or nonprofits. and we think of a lot of those things so having the full moon here when we look at a full moon a full moon is shedding light on something that needs to be seen that needs to be addressed and it's our opportunity to reflect and readjust and we begin the waning period where we're continuing to release and Mm -hmm. and make revisions and really look critically at what needs to change what is not working so even looking back at where you were six months ago when we had the new moon in Aquarius and using that as a marker seeing what has changed since then if you did start anything or if you did have anything going on during that time and seeing where you are now and checking in or just looking at this current lunar cycle you know where you began with the new moon two weeks ago and you know how have you moved forward since then and are there is there anything in relation to a group or a collective or you know work that you do with others that maybe you need to step away from maybe you need to you know revisit or look at in a new way is there anything that maybe needs to just be you know changed a little bit in the way you go about things or handle things think about things what needs to be revisited what needs to be revised we mm-hmm. think of all these really nice r words R's. of yeah, like <laughs> <R's>. <laughs> um a lot of that and that you know yeah. that is our full moon ritual in itself is just sort of taking that time to really be introspective and then for the whole waning half you know of the cycle we're going to continue being introspective and really just trying to cut all of the dead leaves away Mm -hmm. and trim everything so that we can start again new at the next new moon what a great way to incorporate this into your gratitude list for the holiday Mm -hmm. because like you can look back and like own up to all these changes and all that um all those r's that you were saying like write all those down yeah you know what i mean like i think that's i love that they're together yeah you know what i mean it's happening around the same time Mm -hmm. so what a great way to look back and check on yourself and honor yourself while shining a light and starting anew yeah and it's a it's a good time it's a very it's a very humbling lunation i feel like because we get out of our heads as far as 
you know, with Leo season, thinking mm-hmm. a lot about ourselves and mm-hmm. how we're expressing ourselves and yes. how we're creative when it comes to how we show up in the world. And now we're looking at Aquarian themes of purpose and yes. and significance and yes. what are we doing that is, you know, really of importance in the grand scheme of things. It's yeah. not just about ourselves and our own little bubble. Yeah, it's so crazy how it's just so much more out there. Yeah. And it's a ever. really nice way to, you know, to come into Virgo season because maybe you have some realizations under this full moon mm-hmm. as far as your business projects or mm-hmm. whatever collective endeavors this is more you're a part of. Part. Now we can get practical. Now mm-hmm. we can go into the solar season, you know, rules by Virgo and really get into that yeah and, di- and d- dig into that let's enjoy your Leo season because it's not quite over it's not over yet it's not quite over and we can all celebrate enjoy the sun be outside yeah we definitely want to hold on to that really excitable enthusiastic energy getting a, a hang on how we're moving from the elements you know moving from fire having this full moon in Aquarius, you know, Aquarius being an air sign relating to the mind and thinking and and how we interact with others. You know, it's also a very imaginative and inventive sign. And I feel like pairing that with the creativity of Leo can be really fruitful. Mm-hmm. So having that to draw on is really nice. And on, you know, the next day on Tuesday, the 4th, Mercury is going to move into Leo as well. So there is still that really strong fire influence that we're going Mm -hmm. to see, especially with Mars still in Aries. So Mm. I wouldn't be surprised if there is some volatility, you know, floating around. And if there were some outbursts that we might experience, you know, between now and then in the coming weeks. But, you know, all in all, there is still going to be balance. The planets will continue to shift and move and we are going to see that continuing to just cycle through as we move. So I think that having personal moments when we're meditating, when we're doing any type of practice and we just think of these themes and what we can draw on and again, looking at the elements and the qualities and especially under a full moon like this in an air sign, especially Aquarius, really connecting to our breath and our mind and how our breathwork can you know influence the slowing down of the thoughts you know we talk about that in yoga a lot our our monkey Mm -hmm. mind and that chatter that we have constantly so whenever the moon is in an air sign and we think of that influence of how the moon you know is associated with our emotions and our instincts and our intuition having this Aquarian energy to find inspiration from and guidance from is really helpful and can be moved by practices of air that relate to prana and breathwork and a lot of that. So if you have a personal practice of tarot or oracle reading, you can definitely use that as well. Use your breath to help you bring you into a place that, you know, is clear and centered. And we have actually a spread that Mm -hmm. um, Sage has pulled a few cards and this is going to be sort of our full moon lamas reading for you to take with you through through the week so yes i love this i like (laughs) that we started this so today what we have pulled was the ten of cups the six of wands and the ten of pentacles so right now this is just a celebration of 
that renewing of who you are and who you're transforming yourself into with the six of wands here you are you're celebrating the victories that you have won and you've conquered so far you are on this journey of a new experience and now is the time to live in that abundance life and collect all your emotions together and really feel that vibrancy of fullness that you have with also the ten of pentacles there to also co-create a beautiful like happiness inheritance this like structural like dominance that you have right now in your life so what a great way for a celebration of harvest Mm -hmm. to also coincide with the ten of cups ten of pentacles and then the six of wands what uplifting positive cards these already are you know Mm -hmm. right here in the deck and then i also went into um an animal spirit uh, oracle spread and i also chose to get three so we got the wolf spirit the wasp spirit and the giraffe spirit um the wolf is all about owning up to your own wisdom and to your own intellect which is what aquarian like that coincides with one another you have the wasp spirit which is all about bringing in this new transitional movement that you can't really control and it's just allowing it for it to happen Mm -hmm. and then with the giraffe spirit you want to make sure that you're you're changing your point of view and you're not really sticking to saying tunneled vision you want to like see it from a different perspective see like the overall so i find it beautiful that that the oracle right now the spreads that i got i feel like coincide more with the the full moon energy of aquarius right now and like everything that we're logically going to be start embracing and start thinking of and the tarot what that those messages had to go was was more towards like celebrating this first harvest of the year Mm -hmm. so i like that on the giraffe card it says see the big picture yeah and we kind of spoke about that a little bit with aquarius like Mm -hmm. having that universal Mm -hmm. mindset of of what the bigger picture is and you know the whole world as opposed to just our small world of of self so that's really interesting yeah and i like that the um the wasp says sometimes life stings that's (laughs) so true like we were we were going through a stinging moment of our life so and some of us are still are so yeah sometimes it just happens but this is a life cycle this is what we have to do Mm mm-hmm um, if you are keeping track of this lunar cycle, some notable dates to jot down would be that before we reconnect with you for our next episode, there's going to be the last quarter moon square the sun in 19 degrees of Taurus. So continuing to move through that fixed sign cycle, our next update, um, mm-hmm. we'll talk a little bit about the new moon and Uranus moving retrograde so we have a lot coming up and you know and I'll be talking a lot about the tarot cards that seem to be horrible but we're really gonna like go deeper on why they're not as bad as a lot of people make them out to be Mm -hmm. so get ready for that episode (laughs) and um please you know as always don't forget to rate and start following us you can Start following me at sage.taro on my Instagram and Facebook. You can also follow Luna at luna.liss on Instagram. And thanks for vibing out with us in the moon den. <laughs>